The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hello, my name is Ben Bowler from OneGod.com. Together with our partners at the Interspiritual Network and Presence International, we are thrilled to welcome you to this 13-part radio series called The Convergence, uniting the tribes in the interspiritual age. The rest of this decade and the next few decades represent a critical juncture in the evolution of our planet. At a time when consciousness is rapidly expanding, multiple crises on a global scale are also escalating. The sense of urgency is palpable. The question is this, will we wake up and will we grow up just in time to turn this around and navigate our way safely through these straits? If we are to accomplish this, two things are clear. We must do it all together and we must do it now. It is in this spirit that we present to you The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends, together with some of the world's leading philosophers, thinkers, artists, activists, visionaries and intergenerational leaders, we explore the cutting edges of spirituality, consciousness, ecology, social justice and a host of interconnected fields, all essential in moving our planet forward towards a peaceful and positive future. It is my pleasure to introduce to you the series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson. Thank you, Ben Bowler, for that introduction to the Convergence series. This is your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson of the Interspiritual Network. Now, this is our wrap-up episode for the 13 weeks that this series has been running, and it has spanned the 13-week period between the United Nations Week of Spirituality in early October and this week in early February, which is the United Nations Week of Interfaith Harmony. Our guests are three persons who have been keys to this series, and since they have been on previous episodes, I only need to introduce them briefly so that I'll have the maximum of time to dialogue about this entire series effort and particularly the vision forward with all these convergent energies working together, what we've been calling Vision 2020 or the Road to 2020. So we have with us our sponsoring co-hosts, Ben Bowler and Doug King, and we have as our primary guest for pursuing the 2020 discussion, Stephen Dynan. Now, Ben Bowler is founder or co-founder of OneGod.com, World Weavers, Uday, Unity.Earth, and the Convergence Academy, all of which are sponsors of this series. And Doug King is the co-founder and CEO of Presence.tv, an integral think tank visioning the future of religions and spirituality as our world goes global and multicultural. And Stephen Dynan is the founder of the Shift Network, certainly a household word to most of you. The Shift Network features dynamic work across all the avenues and fields of transformative change, and we've featured the vision of Stephen Dynan and Shift on a number of episodes, most recently the Road to 2020 episode and the Peace episode with his colleague and director of Peace, Philip Helmich. Now, Stephen is also the author of the recent book, Sacred America, Sacred World, and has been particularly a major activist during this period of the recent U.S. election cycle. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to actually pass the uh, baton primarily over to Ben Bowler so he can guide himself and Stephen and then later Doug and I into a dialogue and exploration about the way forward, this Vision 2020. Then in segment four, we'll all join together in a wrap-up of what has been a really dynamic series and a satisfying series, which has drawn up to five-figure listener audiences from around the world. So, Ben, over to you. Thank you very much, Kurt, and it's great to be here uh, with you all on this uh, final uh, episode of the first series of the Convergence Radio Show. I really want to talk about the Vision 2020, and Stephen, it's great to have you with us. In, In your new book, Sacred America, Sacred World, uh, the forward is written by high-profile spiritual leader and evolutionary Marion Williamson. 
And in it, Marion quotes visionary thinker Werner Erhardt, who famously said, you can live your life out of your circumstances or you can live your life out of a vision. Stephen, just tell us, how important is it both individually and collectively for us to have a strong vision to be working towards? Well, I think it's absolutely essential because... Without a vision, it's very hard for our, first of all, our consciousness to constellate around a, a future possibility. We tend to just be pushed around by the impulses of the present, which tend to lead us to revolve around in, in similar circles rather than evolve to the next level. And so to really evolve to the next level, we want, it, we want to crystallize a vision of what that looks like. And we can do that on the macro level for the whole planet. We can do it for countries. We can do it for cities. We can do it for communities, organizations, um, and ourselves. I mean, there's a reason why great companies have bold, long-term visions, and then they operationalize them by turning it into quarterly, quarterly uh, benchmarks and, and progress. And so I was talking with Jack Canfield about the, the importance of this, and he was saying that you know, every year he has 18 different uh, goals that he sets for the year. So you start, you start with a, a vision of what is the optimal uh, destination that we're moving towards and to allow ourselves to be big and bold and visionary with that. And, and that, that actually frees up energy. In a way, it's a kind of a linking up with our soul where we are then downloading that future potential and then holding it in some way. It's good to crystallize it. You can do it if you're more visual in a vision board. You can do it more through writing. You can do it through a business plan if you're more analytical. But in a way, you want to crystallize and embody that vision and start to live into it. And because part of your task as a leader to create change is that you have to hold that vision, that torch of possibilities before other people do around you. And when you hold that torch and you paint that vision, then it starts to inspire people as to a possibility and then constellate the energy and momentum and resources that are going to take to go step-by-step to the vision. So you have to marry the vision with the practical uh, step-by-step nuts and bolts uh, of how you build a, a movement or change or business or whatever it is. You can't just, just live in the vision and magically think it's going to happen. But until you activate that vision, you're sort of aimless and not moving forward or, or upwards in any way. Thanks, Stephen. So this is really uh, touching on this whole uh, opportunity of waking up or the shift uh, that this Road to 2020 and Vision 2020 is, is catalyzing. And, and in the book, uh, also, Mary, in the forward talks about your own journey, tracking it from being someone who's mostly observing the news to becoming someone who's actively participating in trying to impact and trying to affect the way things are. And it seems to me that that's a kind of a microcosm of a transformation now that's required at a much more macro level. And that is going from people who have been largely satisfied to see what happens towards being a generation that is determined to be what happens. And Stephen, what positive signs do you see in the lead up to these next four years to 2020 and beyond uh, for a global people power movement that truly has the momentum and the follow through to catalyze systemic transformation on a grassroots and global level? Well, I would start with, first of all, looking at the thing that often people get depressed about, which is, which is our political situation and some of the turns towards a more authoritarianism in at least the uh, mainstream culture. And I think that, you know, the upside of that is that it, it serves almost like a cattle prod for evolution, that we, that we are galvanized to step up to another level of our own potential and our own leadership capacity. We get more motivated. You know, our, our, our human psychology has been developed to respond to crises or dramatic situations. And so sometimes it is those dramatic situations that cause another coalescence of the momentum towards another level. And the truth is that, you know, even though the dark, news is fairly dark, is that there's, there's, there are amazing breakthroughs happening left and right. I mean, just this year we really hit a critical inflection point with the shift to solar, uh, to renewable power, for instance, it's, uh, where, where in 30 countries around the world there we hit price parity between, um, between solar and wind versus coal. And actually, the solar and wind are going to get, continue to get cheaper uh, than coal over time. And so you basically have an almost unstoppable momentum now heading towards 
renewable energy and renewable power. And that's really one of the, one of the foundations of the movement to a new era. So we also have increase in, you know, human potential movement and grassroots movements for change. We also have the, the rapid propagation of new ideas through the Internet. And so there's, so there's a lot of the solutions are happening if you, if you just track what's happening beneath the surface of the mainstream news, which tends to be more about the death of, death of the old rather than the birth of the new. Very good. Exciting stuff. And exciting to um, be, be working towards the timeline system. I know in your book you talk about the power of focusing uh, collective attention on a timeline uh, in your chapter about Vision 2020. And it's such a powerful framework and container for us all to be working towards uh, in the lead up to the next four years. It's uh, certainly a very exciting uh, vision that you've laid out and it's exciting that so many people uh, are resonating with that and the potentials that it holds. So, folks, that's the end of our first segment for uh, uh, this show. Um, and we're looking forward to being back with you in just a few moments after these messages on the convergence. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello. We hope you are enjoying this series on the Convergence, uniting the tribes in the interspiritual age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created an entire online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery, and we are thrilled to be hosting this course on our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery Program will take you on a guided journey through the amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom, and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to onegod.com. That's the number one, G-O-D.com. And follow the links to the Academy. Join us in changing the world through the work of waking up and growing up. And let us all strive to unite the tribes in this interspiritual age. Hi friends, this is Ben from OneGod.com with a special announcement. We hope you're enjoying this radio series, The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends. Many of the ideas that have gone into making this series had their original expression through Kurt's landmark book, the coming into spiritual age. It's a modern day spiritual classic full of inspired thinking and heralding an optimistic future right within our grasp. As a special gift to listeners of The Convergence, Dr. Johnson is giving you the first four chapters as a gift. In these first 50 pages, Kurt and co-author David Ord lay out the framework for their grand, integrated, interspiritual vision, a vision that Ken Wilber says might very well change your world. To get your free download of this incredible gift, just go to onegod.com, that's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, god.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Ben Bowler of OneGod.com, and I'm here talking with Stephen Dynan from the Shift Network, Kurt Johnson from the Interspiritual Network, and Doug King from Presence International. Kurt, during this remarkable uh, radio series, you have brought together so many threads uh, from eco-spirituality, subtle activism, evolutions in consciousness, the future of world religions, and so much more. It's been an incredible journey, and uh, let me just take a moment uh, to say congratulations and uh, what a tremendous job you have done, and it's been a remarkable effort. Uh, what, what do you see now as the next steps in the process for us uh, in this unfolding towards 2020 and beyond, and, and how does this relate to the overall vision that was so inspiring for, for you and, and for so many people that are really now uh, change agents uh, in this story. 
uh, or into spirituality, as originally laid out by Brother Wayne Teasdale. Well, thanks, Ben. You know, um, Wayne started his vision really drawing from the 30-year heritage of the work that he and Father Thomas Keating and the Dalai Lama and Ken Wilber had done with so many other global religious leaders in what was called the Snowmass Religious Initiative and ended with their publication of the Nine Points of Agreement across the world's religions. And then Wayne took that and he transformed that into another question. Well, if we agree on all this, what does it look like in the way that we should all behave? And he came up with what's known now as the nine elements of a universal spirituality. And the reason that I mention it to begin, just my comment is here, is that the ninth element was the exercise of the prophetic voice. And Wayne really did that in predicting and just saying to the world, the entire global religious world, that the world is inevitably going global, it's inevitably going multicultural, that's the direction, no way to stop it. And in that context, religion can even can either move toward the ideals of its spirituality and actually become part of the solution for the world's problems, or it can stay just stuck in the silos of religion and the difference of opinion and even fighting over them and actually remain part of the problem for the world, which is really the situation now. And he really pointed out uh, that because of so many of the habits of siloed religion and us against them, uh, are so embedded in all of our traditions that, as Wayne said, actually in a letter to uh, who became later uh, Pope uh, Benedict, that it would take tremendous courage for anyone in the major traditions to walk this more universal path. So in doing that, you know, Wayne really projected and really in that sense prophesied that the interfaith movement and the understanding of interfaith harmony and cultural harmony and actually that move from the head to the heart, from interfaith to inner spirituality, would just inevitably grow and grow. And that more people on a worldwide level would be drawn to that world-centric and universal vision of the spiritual message of all the traditions, or what Ken Wilber called in the first episode of this whole series, the emerging second-tier consciousness where people really get that we all are one people on one planet, that we're all in the same boat, and what that means. So to wrap up where all that's gone, it's interesting, that really started in 2001, shortly after Wayne's book that named Interspirituality and announced this inevitable uh, walk toward a universal spirituality. Uh, I hooked up with him in 2002, and we founded uh, the Interspiritual Dialogue, and then what became the, uh, the Interspiritual Multiplex All-World Religions Resource uh, uh, website. And within that 10 years afterwards, all of this did exactly pretty much what Wayne said. It just kept marching forward with more new partners and more new deeper understandings and more people cooperating. So 2013, in what was called the Dawn of Interspirituality Conference, where we had a worldwide gathering of everybody who was really... Uh, working in this manner, uh, we really then to move to what is now the Interspiritual Network and a global website, for instance, that draws together a hundred different organizations, actually more now, that really promulgate this uh, world-centric or universal view of religion and spirituality. And then, to kind of end that story and talk about a little bit what's next, is that new partners kept coming forward, and among those, of course, were the big partners of 2015-2016, which really make up those who've sponsored this series, and yourself, and Doug, and, and, and people who've brought the conversation to a whole new level in the media, and a whole new level across uh, the trans-religious dialogue. So what's happening now, just in sum, is that I, I think now it's obvious that we're entering a new era, and that is that we're not just talking anymore about just Wayne Teasdale's idea or vision of inner spirituality. Everybody owns this other under different names now, spiritual, uh, spiritual but not religious, nons, non-affiliated, multiple belonging, trans-traditional religion, global religion, world-centric religion. It's owned by many, many now simply coming to that uh, global consciousness. So as you know, and this is the subject of this episode, we're marching that forward together with so many people and so many networks and groups in this road to 2020 and this vision 2020. And part of that will be 
some big events that will be centered in Colorado this summer, uh, moving from Denver and then to Crestone, which will be involved with local meetings, regional meetings, and a broadcast of a virtual event that will be global, and actually then, then an arts and music concert about the whole unity of everything that will be coming from uh, Ben's work, and we're really excited then. So I'll say more later about this when we ask you to keep tracking this at, the, uh, at our websites, but that's what's next. There's a big summer that's capping off a good decade and a half of surprisingly and wonderfully successful work. Thanks, Jeff. That's very exciting, and it's, uh, it's both important and comforting to know that in this journey that we are indeed standing on the shoulders of giants such as Brother Wayne Teasdale. Thanks for that uh, magnificent summary. Doug King, in a very real way, it was you who first sowed the seeds for this Convergence series by hosting uh, Dr. Kurt Johnson and myself at your home in Atlanta uh, early in 2016. And, and some of your key people at Presence International, of course, were there as well. Could you, could you tell us a little bit about Vision 2020 and leading up to and beyond it from the perspective of presence. Sure, Ben. My pleasure, and it's a pleasure to be on with you guys here this evening and to be a part of this Convergence series. You know, when the three of us were talking at our uh, location here, the presence location in Atlanta, there were a couple of things that occurred to us that contributed to this idea of the vision of 2020. First and foremost, Ben, uh, I'm well aware that you already had, uh, through OneGod.com, a number of ideas about specific uh, activities and different events that could bring people together uh, on some type of road to 2020, if you will. And also, it was very apparent, because I've known Kurt for quite a while, that Kurt was bringing a number of different groups together. So from the present standpoint, what we uh, began to realize and, and what we want to contribute to is that, first of all, we're no longer working in isolation, that we're pulling together so that we can bring synergy to the efforts of solving the world's problems. We're communicating with each other and not working in siloed groups. And then even beyond that, for us, I see that it addresses hope for humanity. And that's because when we all pull together and we see the resources that we have individually and how they're pulled together collectively, it really... Uh, does away with the fear of the unknown and the anxiety that can relate from the unknown, meaning not knowing what the answers are to the challenges before us, that by pulling together, we then have seen in this Convergence series that there's a great hope for our future, our kids' futures, and our grandchildren's future. So this vision of 2020, which, again, uh, was so much related to what you're doing, Ben, and already what Kurt had been doing, is something that now is bringing a global collective uh, focused on this and, and bringing for us then great hope as we work together. Well, that, thank you very much, Doug. It's, uh, it's, it, it's really great to reflect that. Uh, you, know, you look at uh, the work of Stephen's book and and uh, so many different organizations that uh, are really now... Uh, Coming, coming into a time of manifestation of so many years and years of hard work and uh, what you've been doing at Presence International, Kurt's entire life work really been, been building up to, to, to a point. So to see those threads coming together uh, and the opportunities before us, we're going to be talking to Stephen a little bit in the next segment about just how much effort sometimes is required to, to make all this happen. But it, it, it's certainly... Uh, it's certainly worthy just to, to reflect on how, how exciting that is and uh, what a thrilling adventure. Uh, you know, we're in, we're right in the middle of it, and uh, as I mentioned before, we're standing on the shoulders of, of, of generations of champions and giants and looking forward to what's possible for our children and grandchildren, Doug, as you've just laid out. So it's, um, it's, it's a powerful story, and uh, it's wonderful to be in it together. At the uh, end of this uh, particular segment, so we'll be back with you in just a few moments to uh, talk a little bit more with Stephen Dynan about his uh, Vision 2020. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. 
Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello, everyone. This is Ben from OneGod.com. We hope you are enjoying this series, The Convergence, Uniting the Tribes in the Interspiritual Age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created a magnificent online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery. And we are thrilled to be hosting this course and our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery program will take you on a guided journey through amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom, and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to onegod.com. That's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links to the Academy. This is Ben from OneGod.com and World Weaver Spiritual Adventures with a very special invitation to join us on an upcoming interspiritual tour of India called The Mystic Express. We are so excited about this program and we've been working towards it for many years. Together with key hosts and luminary guests from the Convergence Radio Series, we invite you to take the trip of a lifetime through the deeply mystical land of India, source to so many of the world's great spiritual traditions. You will be personally guided by learned masters through the traditions of Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, Sikhism and Sufism. More than just an incredible learning journey, this promises to be a moving, soulful experience that will transform each of us and the way we see the world. This facilitated mystical journey is leaving Delhi on March 14, 2017 and finishes up back in Delhi on March 27. All aboard! For more information, go to worldweavers.com and look for the Mystic Express. World Weavers, Adventures of the Spirit. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, god.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Ben Bowler of onegod.com, and I'm here talking with Stephen Dynan from the Shift Network, Gert Johnson from the Interspiritual Network, and Doug King from Presence International. Uh, so, Stephen, uh, as you lay out in your book, Sacred America, Sacred World, we have lived through some major breakthroughs already in our lifetime. Uh, you reference the rise of women's movements, gay rights, electric car technologies, to name a few. And in this, you see calls for hope and optimism for generating great and positive changes. You then go on to say that with Vision 2020, we're talking about nothing less than accelerating a global shift in consciousness. That is huge. Could, could you share with us more about this particular you know, part of your book, Stephen, this grand and optimistic vision for 2020? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, I mean, I think that the, the very name 2020 is itself an invitation to, to look more deeply. It, it connotes per- perfect vision, and I think that we can improve the vision of how we see ourselves on planet Earth. And I really make the case that, that we're moving from, an era, from a long era that's all about nations and tribes and religions, and we're moving into one planet, one global family. So I think at the heart of, of Vision 2020 is really the recognition of a marker point for that transition into a truly global era. And as we get further and deeper into that era, we will create a peaceful global order that, in which war is abolished. We will be able to live in a sustainable fashion. We will be able to, I believe, to, um, to address the major uh, historical stumbling blocks for humanity from poverty to to uh, lack of clean water, to major diseases, that, that we, we have a lot of the solutions available. We simply need to scale them up and implement them on a global level, and we can really do what um, we, can, we can banish a lot of the worst of, of human experience to the dustbin of history. 
And so the invitation with 2020 is to, is to create as much change as we can in the next four years, but particularly to build momentum towards a kind of a, a planetary unification point, which we're planning for uh, September 21st, 2020, the International Day of Peace. It's a perfect moment to make it the most peaceful day in history and the day in which we reset the vision for humanity. We're seeing global concerts around the world that each country creates their own country or their own unique contribution where they have music and a vision for what that country wants to evolve into. And during this, during this participatory global event, that people would make a pledge to global citizenship and a sort of a code of uh, commitments and ethics, if you will, to really create a, a new era together. And so between creating peace and a harmonization through music and a, and a resetting of the vision, we really create this marker point for like, wow, we, we, we can do better. We can evolve into a planet that we can be proud of. And so I think that we, it's going to take some building over the next four years, and I think we, we do different versions, grassroots tours, unifying events. I think that's where some of your work, Ben, is, is really great to build momentum towards this, but to really focus on can we create this, this global uh, coming together and resetting the vision for humanity so that we can kind of, as I talked about before, that we can then use that to pull us towards the pathways to create the positive changes that are required. Yeah, wow, fantastic. And, and you talk about the, the events in different countries, Stephen. Just to touch on the role of nations uh, in this unfolding vision, um, in a way, actually standing into the basic element of society, uh, which is a point that you dedicate a chapter to in your book, nations are the building blocks of a healthy global community. You're calling all nations to nurture a vision of the fullest and most beautiful expression of their identity. Can you just tell us a little about that? Yeah. Well, I think just as each of us has a unique dharma or destiny path where when we're really expressing what our soul incarnated to express, then we feel most aligned and true. I think nations are similar in that they have a, they, each nation has overcome a certain amount of history. There's a unique constellation of religions and cultures that inform it. And when we successfully manifest, there's like a, like the reason there's an American dream is it's like American dream is sort of like an expression of the vision of the good life for Americans. And that's, that's drawing together many different threads and elements. So I really encourage all of us to think that each nation has a unique gift to the larger coming together of all of humanity. And the clearer each nation is about articulating that gift and expressing it, which combines threads of culture and consciousness and uh, can be religion and, and heritage, that when we do that, it, it adds to this um, almost like a, a, a symphony effect from around the world. So I seeded this idea in China when I spoke at a, a world cultural forum there to have China lead the way, since they're used to thinking very long term. And I said, what if China were to create a vision 2050 for China's unique contribution, drawing upon its heritage of Chinese medicine and working with qi energy and, and uh, sophistication around um, you know, all, all sorts of different things that are, are more unique to the Chinese culture. And, and that there's those, each of those things finding their higher expression then leads to its higher service and leadership on the global stage. And I think if each country does that in parallel, we really end up with an exciting snapshot of, of what the higher aspirations for all the peoples of the world is, and do we see how complementary they are? Yeah, absolutely. Love that, Stephen. And, uh, you know, there's a group of people in Australia also that are working towards, uh, you know, uh, trying to elevate and identify and elevate uh, what the Australian spiritual identity is, and uh, certainly there's uh, inspiration from, from, from your work and what you, you laid out there. Doug, um, at present, you share this passion for the blessing of all nations and, and traces back to Abraham. Out of biblical figure, could, could you tell us and share us a little bit with us about this perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I think just picking up on what Stephen just said about nations, about what the goals are today, and the levels of consciousness that have happened. You know, in the biblical narrative, which is um, the area that we uh, spend a lot of time with, we see that as the story of the evolution of spiritual consciousness, and that the story begins with Father Abraham, a common figure for three of the world's religions, 
and that there's a, a promise that through Abraham all nations of the earth would be blessed, that the outcome is the blessing of all nations. And that story is a story that takes a while to unwind, but you eventually end up with what's called a new heaven and a new earth, which is, which is simply a new way of seeing uh, the heavens and the earth, the universe, the planet earth, mother earth, and our relationship with each other. And it is said that when we reach this new heaven and earth level of seeing or way of seeing, that all nations, all nations will walk in the light of it. And light, of course, brings to mind the concept of enlightenment. And we see, again, the presence of this enlightenment as the blessing to all the nations, because it's this way of seeing that's pulling us all together, helping us to understand that we're all interconnected, and that the promise of spirit for those of us who uh, are part of faith communities that are motivated by what we understand to be spirit, that the nature of spirit is inclusive. It is a nature that is on behalf of each other, that is not self-seeking, and that also works in terms of a positive way forward and not, again, in, in fear. So this is what we see is happening now. That's why we're so excited to be living in this particular time, Ben, and um, uh, why we're happy to be a part of this, this global movement. Thank you, Doug. It's, it's beautiful, and it's, it's wonderful to see how all of this, your, your perspective, Stephen's perspective, is, is really resonating with uh, what Kurt laid out is point nine is, of Wayne Teasdale's spiritual framework, which is a prophetic voice. Powerful stuff. Kurt, there's a wonderful quote I've heard you share, uh, which in a way sums up uh, the opportunity before us. Would you take us to the break? Um, by reading that quote. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll even preface that by reprising the moment that you asked me to mention. I once asked Wayne Teasdale how all of this could happen, and we were actually riding in a taxi cab, and he just leaned over the uh, seat and he said to me, we have to believe that extraordinary people will come forward and create extraordinary relationships. And I think that's really such a, a moniker of what's already going on. So Sri Aurobindo's companion, the mother, uh, said these two short paragraphs in 1956 when she also predicted this uh, age that we're entering. We are in a very special situation, extremely special, without precedent. We are now witnessing the birth of a new world, it is very young, very weak, not in its essence, but in its outer manifestation, not yet recognized, not even felt, even denied by the majority, but it is here. It is here making an effort to grow, absolutely sure of the result. But the road to it is a completely new road, which has never before been traced out. Nobody has gone there. Nobody has done that. It is a beginning, a universal beginning. So it is an absolutely unexpected and unpredictable adventure. There are people who love adventure, and it is these I call. And I tell them this, I invite you to the great adventure. It is not a question of repeating spiritually what others have done before us, for our adventure begins beyond that. It is the question of a new creation, entirely new, with all the unforeseen events, the risks and the hazards that that entails, a real adventure, whose goal is certain victory, but the road to which is unknown and must be traced out step by step in the world of the unexplored, something that has never been in the present universe and that will never be again in quite the same way. If this interests you, let us embark. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello, 
We hope you are enjoying this series on the convergence, uniting the tribes in the interspiritual age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created an entire online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery, and we are thrilled to be hosting this course on our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery Program will take you on a guided journey through the amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom, and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to onegod.com. That's the number one, G-O-D.com. And follow the links to the Academy. Join us in changing the world through the work of waking up and growing up. And let us all strive to unite the tribes in this interspiritual age. Hi friends, this is Ben from OneGod.com with a special announcement. We hope you're enjoying this radio series, The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends. Many of the ideas that have gone into making this series had their original expression through Kurt's landmark book, the coming into spiritual age. It's a modern day spiritual classic full of inspired thinking and heralding an optimistic future right within our grasp. As a special gift to listeners of The Convergence, Dr. Johnson is giving you the first four chapters as a gift. In these first 50 pages, Kurt and co-author David Ord lay out the framework for their grand, integrated, interspiritual vision, a vision that Ken Wilber says might very well change your world. To get your free download of this incredible gift, just go to onegod.com, that's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, god.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to The Convergence. This is your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and it's been my real privilege to host this series for 13 consecutive weeks where we have had such amazing and inspiring guests. Uh, and we have three with us tonight who have really guided us in this discussion so far of this Road to 2020 convergence and the hope that we all have in our hearts of uh, the better world that we all know is possible. So I want each of our guests to just take a couple minutes or more to sum up what for them the convergence is, uh, the dreams that they have for the future, what they'd like to see us all do, and just, uh, you know, help guide us just a bit further. So I'll start with uh, Ben Bowler. Thank you very much, Kurt, and uh, it's been an absolute uh, privilege and honor to to be on today uh, with this group of people, with Kurt and uh, Stephen and, and Doug, and also, to be a part of this whole series unfolding, it's been an incredible um, panorama of, of activists and uh, leaders and uh, scholars and passionate people uh, that have come together to share uh, this optimistic vision for the future and just the, the sheer uh, joy to be involved in this creative process with, with brothers and sisters that are switched on and focused and determined and passionate because it's going to take everything that we've got to pull this off and anyone who's been involved in any enterprise knows that there is a very vast difference between a vision or an idea for something and then the, the manifestation and execution of that idea and uh, you know right now it feels like we're in very much the heart of the, the, the unfolding manifestation and execution of that and that is going to take all of us working together and absolutely going to take the best of us and beyond that to really bring this into being. That's a tremendous, tremendous uh, opportunity, as, uh, as you quote, you just read before the break, the great adventure of Bart. And so for me, it's just a wonderful and exciting moment to, to be here where we are at the end of the series, looking back on everything that's happened, uh, talking with Stephen and, 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 and looking forward to the next step and the next step beyond that as uh, more, more and more people join uh, and as we join others as well in, in this becoming, in this network 
of unity, of hope, of love, of faith, and spiritual development. Um, because it really is a transformation that's happening inside out. And so as we develop as individuals and then we connect up in those uh, extraordinary relationships, as you talked about from Wayne Teasdale's great anecdote that you shared, that that's what it's going to take to bring this together. And so I couldn't think of anything more thrilling or more exciting than to be on a journey with uh, such a vast network of people that are pulled by something towards something beyond our understanding. And uh, as Mother had said in the quote, something that's never happened in the universe before and will never happen in quite the same way again. So celebrating that moment and stealing ourselves for the road ahead and, and, and looking forward to sharing that experience with uh, everyone we've, we've got so far on this journey and, and so many people we've yet to, to, to meet. Um, so gratitude, and gratitude to you, Kurt, just the final thing I'll say, for, for really facilitating this and convening in such a powerful way this uh, extraordinary uh, moment of the Convergence Radio Series, and uh, I'm no doubt that its uh, its effects will ripple on and on and on for, for, for a very long time to come. All right, Ben, thanks so much, and thanks for you being such a huge part of this, which I'll say more in a moment. Now, Doug, it's your turn to kind of tell people how you see all of this and how it feels for you. Thanks, Kurt, and again, thanks to Stephen, thanks to Ben, and thanks to everyone who contributed to this series, and thanks to the thousands upon thousands who have listened to this series and not participated directly in audio recordings, but who get up every day and who are participating with us to face these global challenges. I'm very thankful for everyone that's out there, and I'm really honored and excited to be part of this global human family that is addressing these challenges. One of the things that I thought about with regard to convergence was I looked back at uh, one of the aspects of 911 was that the emergency services that responded to 911 and the tremendous challenge that it presented was that the response was on a local, state, and federal basis. And when they looked back, they realized that that they had all been acting independently and that the response to 911 was greatly limited and hindered in different ways because they weren't working together. And so, of course, out of that came new legislation and, and new strategies and new ways of facing uh, challenges and emergency responses to those challenges. And I feel like that's what Convergence is doing, that, that we're all realizing that, yes, we have unique gifts and we have a unique area in which we have expertise or uh, abilities to contribute to the welfare of others, but collectively, uh, what I see in this convergence that's so exciting is that we're all asking how we can use our resources and work together more efficiently and bring greater focus to bear on these global challenges uh, that face all of us. So for me, Kurt, uh, convergence is an exciting step forward because it is taking down boundaries that have existed before, and wherever there are boundaries, there are limitations uh, to what can be done to face the issues that are before us. And so for me and for presence and for our uh, thankfulness of being a part of this, uh, we join hands with all those who participated in this series and look forward to greater and greater collaboration and synergizing and moving forward as a human collective. So... That those are those are my primary thoughts on that, Kurt, and I also would like to say thanks to you for the tremendous amount of work that you did to help facilitate this series. Oh, you're really welcome. And now, Stephen, over to you. So you've got plenty of time to tell us how you and your baby shift, which is such an amazing contribution to the world, see all of this as well. Well, thank you all for creating a beautiful series, and in many ways, it's right at the heart of what we're doing at the Shift Network as well. It's like the, the shift that we are undergoing is a shift to planetary oneness. It's to coming together as one global family, and convergence is a powerful way to describe that. Then we are converging in the recognition that we are all divine beings, all here to learn and grow together and to master what it means to be in a body and to create a, a beautiful uh, heaven on earth, and to use some of the language that um, Doug was sharing as well. I really believe that that's in, in the deeper code of who we are and why we're here and at the heart of this series, that we, we remember that we are capable of vast, beautiful, and important things that we dare to vision 
something extraordinary with our lives and this planet, and we don't succumb to the um, to the past and to to seeing our potential only through the lens of what we have been able to do so far, but we open to the possibility that we're capable of far more. So I think you've done an amazing job of expanding the the field of possibility for each of us and seeing the how the pieces fit together and that we can pass through this critical window on a planetary scale and really birth something beautiful together. No, Stephen, thank you so much. And uh, what a great way to send us off until we may see each other again. And the last thing I want to say is it's fairly likely we may see each other again. Um, It looks like there might be a chance that we'll define another series of episodes around some other international dates of moment, and we may well be here again. Now, in the meantime, what I want you all to do is to keep going to onegod.com slash convergence. That's the numeral onegod.com slash convergence. And see uh, the episode guide because you'll see there's a continue the conversation option for all of the 13 episodes. And every one of our guests has put added materials and links and other things that they'd love to have you have a chance to follow up. So what I want to do just to sign off is I want to thank... All of the guests and co-hosts, there's been over 50. Many of them were household names, and they gave of their time so wonderfully. All of our colleagues in the United Nations community who kicked off this series with a big event at the UN in October, our listeners, which has been averaging 15 to 16,000, so to all of you, a huge thank you and spread the word. Uh, to Randall Libero, our executive producer at Voice America, who actually was on our case for nearly two years to put this series together, and we're so glad now that we did. So we'll see what the gods and demigods have in store, and I think the last thing we want to take to heart is something that all three of our guests said, and that is that the dream that we can have a better world and the dream that we can have a world that works for everyone and satisfies the heart is not a pipe dream. We have to have that standard, keep that bar high, that appears to be our human destiny. So lots of love to everyone, and when we come around for another run, we'll hopefully all see each other again. Lots of love. Thank you for joining our team, Dr. Kurt Johnson, Ben Bowler, and Doug King for The Convergence. We invite you to tune in again next Thursday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for another edition of the program. Until we talk again, have an outstanding week. Tragedies, democracy wakes up diseased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.